Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, and today coming from Sacramento in California, here is Lon Will. Here is how she introduces herself. I am a certified transformational life coach that has overcome 10 toxic relationships. I'm often referred to as Coach Lon or the best friend coach. I specialize in helping high achieving women become their best, their own best friend and reclaim their internal confidence. I naturally gravitated to life coaching, having helped people throughout my life for the past 25 years. I've always had a passion for encouraging women around me and pushing them to be their best through relationship. Not only do I help women have a better relationship with themselves? I help women feel calm and peace. I help them get out of their own head, become clear on who they truly are so that they can be their own best friend. I established Lone Will LLC and have continued to provide these women with the much needed coaching they deserve. Today's topic is breaking the curse of emotional pain healing from betrayal and being cheated on. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate it. So my first question is going to be about your life story. Can you share with us an overall draft of the big events that shaped your life? You said 10 toxic relationships yes in five minutes it's not going to work so it's the big ideas and the big things that happened to you yes so um the major okay so i'll just start like i first i believe that every relationship starts our relationships are formed by how we are we grow up right and so I was um, a product of a single parent. My father was not in the home, was not involved uh, in my life as I was growing up. And so um, I've always wanted and pushed to have, you know, I wanted to have like the white picket fence, the, the two and a half kids, as they say, in the home and the husband and all of those things. And so throughout my life, I always went towards relationships with these men, like I said, 10 toxic relationships. Well, I was in relationship with men that were not really, that were toxic and that would basically sometimes use me for things, uh, you know, betray me and use me for my money, use me for my home as in, you know, living with me. And so the main, uh, event was that I was with my child's father for three and a half years um, and this was probably like I that was toxic you know mm -hmm. and so uh, we we were together and we you know everything was fine everything was normal and then um, I got pregnant with my daughter and I thought that he only had two children and then uh, once we went to the to the ultrasound for my daughter, then he's like, oh, I already have five girls. And I was like, five girls? Like, how is that possible when you only have two children, one boy and one girl, right? And so then um, as time went on, 
like within a short period of time, then he said that he had nine children. And then I was like, and then more time. And then it, the end result was that he had 12 children. And out of all of the three and a half years of us being together and him, um, you know, you know how there's the narcissistic behaviors of people who like they tell you what you want to hear and they do all of the things that make you feel good and then eventually it comes out you know the the truth does. which in this case it did but during those three and a half years it appeared as if everything was you know in alignment and on track and and right well um so then you know fast forward to me giving birth to my daughter then there's women that are in my inbox on Facebook, like saying, how could I break up happy homes and all of these things. And I'm like, I, you know, I was with him, like, but he's telling me one thing, but he's with these other women basically cheating and doing whatever he wanted to do. Right. Even though we weren't married, like to me, I still consider that cheating. If you're saying that you want to be in relationship with this person. Right. So like I said, fast forward, women in my inbox saying that I was cheating and I'm breaking up happy homes. And I just really felt so like, um, so betrayed, you know, and so uh, how do you, what, what word am I looking for? Like you, I just felt like I was less than because I was like so stupid to even continue to believe all of these things that he was telling me. Um, even though there was red flags there, I didn't see them because I was so narrowly focused on like, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to, you know, eventually I hope that I can marry him and all of these things because that is what my beliefs were because I didn't want my child to grow up as I did, you know? So I was so focused on these beliefs that were actually limiting me from actually really seeing what was truly going on so that was like the the main event that happened in my life that really helped shape me to where I am today and so that's that's really my story is that you know I was in all of these relationships and the final straw was with my child's father and me not really seeing the red flags until it was, you know, after the fact. Mm-hmm. Wow. So for you, did you have, so from what I understand of your story, you had a few awakenings in a row from, oh, I have five daughters. Okay. But I thought you had two. Oh, mm-hmm. I have uh, nine children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, I have 12. Okay. And now what? Uh, so at one, at what moment in time did you just cut all ties with him? If you did, I believe you did. Yeah. So um, basically, when when I figured out that he had been, he was in other long term relationships. Um, when I had other women in my inbox, and um, so it was soon after I gave birth to my daughter. She was about two months old. Um, I cut communication with him but I did have to communicate with him because I did have a his child as you know was my child too but we um I would only communicate with him if it was in relation to my daughter and not me even though he still wanted to be with me and would say things 
to in an attempt to be with me, I would I would not have that conversation with him, and I would just you know keep it solely to my daughter in relation to my daughter. And um, I believe your daughter is um, eleven years old now. Does she still see her father or no more? She does, um, but it's just, you know, whenever she has like a sporting event or what have you, but I still keep the communication. It's still just specifically to her. And now that she's 11, she has her own phone. She can communicate with him and I don't have to communicate with him any longer. Mm -hmm. And how did you, um, how did you, explain to your daughter what was going on or did you try to tell her no I didn't um I didn't really try to tell her because you know she's a child number one but number two is is that um I was able to just like I said look out for her like her well-being and put myself to the side because that's what I often do like with my clients I have them step outside of themselves and look at the situation from an outsider looking in so that there can be a common ground, even though it's only with you, but so that I can have a common ground for myself to be able to communicate with her father for her and, and it's not about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing all of that. It's, it's a powerful story. It's, it's not an easy one at all. And, uh, and you came out victorious from it and victorious from 10 toxic relationships. Yeah. I can only imagine how much you felt crushed when, yeah. so, so the father of your daughter is your last relationship? Um, no, so I had one relationship after, after my daughter's um, father, but that situation was the same situation. It was just played differently. Um, I, I've, I didn't have a child as a result of that relationship. Um, however, it was the same type of guy that was telling me all of the things that I at that time felt I needed to hear and wanted to hear. And um, he ended up living with me. And then um, we, you know, we were living together and planning, you know, marriage and more children and, you know, those types of things. And then um, my mother ended up moving in with us. And <laughs> because right. she, she was relocating um, back to Sacramento. And so she moved in with us. And so then it was really a good thing. But at the time I felt, you know, I felt embarrassed and felt like, you know, less than and like you said crushed because they're you know it's like I feel like I'm a strong woman I'm high achieving I have a career I have all of the things you know but I don't have this husband and I don't have the white picket fence and that type of thing right because like I said these limiting beliefs but my mom moved in and she seemed like why is he like, I'm here, I'm trying to look for a job and I'm not living off of you, but he's here and he's not working. He's saying that he has to, you know, do this and he's going to do that. But in the meantime, he's with these other women, you know? So then it comes out like, 
they're contacting me or I see it in his phone that he's, you know, cheating with other women. So once again, it's the same betrayal, betrayal, same cheating, same, you know, emotional pain that I'm going through and experiencing because I'm just allowing myself to try to follow this narrow path Mm -hmm. to the marriage. Right. But that's not, that wasn't really where it was at. Like it's, it's same cycle, same cycle, you know, over and over. Right. And so um, it's happened, you know, multiple times over and over. And so in this, that last relationship, um, my mom was the one that recognized and like pulled, you know, pushed all the red flags in my face and was like, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, you don't have to listen to me, but this is crazy. And then I realized because I really, you know, take heed to what my mom says and I trust her. And so then she's like, this is, you know, she wrote, put the writings on the wall. Like, and so I was like, okay. So then that's when I was like, I'm having operation move out. I sent him a text message. I told him that, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, you know, I, and it, it took some time, you know, to build up to that. Like I started, I was reading like books, like self-help books and reading, uh, specifically I read Steve Harvey's book that act like a man or mm-hmm. something that if I can't remember the exact name, it was like so long ago, but I read his book and I was like, okay, I need to start changing. Cause I, then I realized it was me. It was me that was attracting these types of relationships because I had this kind heart and I had this these limiting beliefs that I truly believed that I wanted to achieve like so quickly that I needed to achieve them then and there. And that at that time with this man that I wasn't able to like I step outside of myself to really see what was really going on. And my mom was the one that brought that to my attention. So then I was able to overcome, like kick that boyfriend out of my home. Mm-hmm. Um, I called the operation move out. Yeah. Got him out of my house. And then he, um, you know, he's, he actually, um, didn't come and pick up his things for like months, like, it was three months, four months. It might've been, yeah, it was about three or four months. And then, um, you know, still tried to get back with me and all of those. And I'm like, no, I, by, because by during that three, four month period, I have been reading and researching and figuring out that it was me that I needed to work on me and the relationship I had with myself. Yes. So I started uh, doing things like setting boundaries in every relationship that I had, even the relationship I had with myself, I started, you know, being disciplined, going, working out and doing all of these things to really work on me so that I can then be able to attract more positive relationships in the future. Definitely, definitely. So this is how now you are breaking this curse because you are really, it, it feels like a curse what you have been gone through. Yeah. It, it has felt it, it really has felt that way for for way too long way too long and how 
So you said that to heal from betrayal and being cheated on, all the personal development, reading books, um, connecting, creating boundaries, reconnecting with yourself. What is, and, and today you help high achieving women reconnect with themselves. Yes, yes. This is what you do today. Exactly. That's gorgeous. Um, what would be the main advice you would give to your former version during one of these tense right. toxic well, relationship? So I'm so happy that you asked me that question because that that's what I do for my clients currently. And the main thing that I would say is, and I have a formula that I've created, it's my signature framework. Um, and it's called the love formula spelled just like love, L-O-V-E. And so L is limiting beliefs. Like you look at what is holding you back. What are the beliefs that you, that don't really align with who you are and where you are and where you want to go. So you look at those things and then the O is, is outside the box, basically where did it originate and where, what can you do that will be outside of, you know, where you are? Hang on, I'm sorry. And so um, else the O is, you know, origin, origination or outside of the box. Like you have to do things and see where did it originate from and then do things outside of that box that will get you past you know who you are and what you want to be or where you're going and then the v is looking at your values because you have to know what your values are for you to be able to hold boundaries with others and for you to be able to be in relationship with other people so that they know uh, how to treat you because i tell my clients you teach people how to treat you. So if you don't even, if you're not clear on your values, then you're not gonna be able to be clear on how you want to be treated. And then the E is looking at your emotions, like the emotional pain is, but pushing past that and looking at emotional positivity and what positive emotions that you, that you stand for so that you can then use those in within yourself and be able to accomplish relationships that are healthy and positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wow. It's an amazing signature course that you have put together. Yeah. All based on love. Gorgeous. The way I discovered this question of values mm-hmm. after I started the recovery from two long-term abusive relationships mm-hmm. was to remember a few stories or a few experiences in my life that really upset me at some point mm-hmm. and analyzing them to figure out okay so at the end of the day what did really upset you was it because of his behavior yes but okay so what did that resonate with you yeah it was that okay why oh because of that okay why and the more you go to the why and the deepest you go to the why 
you find, oh, because I have this value of love and he did not love. I had mm-hmm. the value of respect and he did not respect. And I totally freaked out because that is one of my deepest core values. And that one got stepped on. And then when you continue the work, it's like, huh, do I love and respect and trust myself? Oh. Ooh, let me think about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Truth, you have to get to the root of your core values. Yeah, to, to figure out what they are, because sometimes sometimes you just hear, okay, so you have to figure out your value. I don't know, family, dream, freedom. Yeah, uh, is that really your values? Yes. <laughs> and figure out what it is really for you. And it yeah. might not be just like pick up the value of someone else, but really what is like in living in you that you, did just, you just did not discover yet. Yes. Right, because it's already there and you just have to uncover it. And so that's one of the reasons why I say reclaim your internal confidence because it's already there, but you just have to uncover it. And like you said, you have to keep saying, okay, why why did I feel disrespected? Why did, you know, in this moment, why did I, and why, and why, and why, until you get to the one word that is the common theme of what your value your core value is exactly mm-hmm. exactly that's yeah. pretty pretty good that's remember cool. when i did that exercise we started with 15 values and then we keep we kept on narrowing down until we could find like the three four five six mm-hmm. main ones the most important one like honor truth and really like and i need truth so yeah. that I can really rely on and there is nothing else. I need, there is no secret. So truth, it's like. <laughs> right, because close to other things, like you said, the, the truth, right? And then that also goes into trust. That, but that trust isn't necessarily your main value, your main core value. However, truth is and so that incorporates trust incorporates honesty incorporates you know other things that come with it so mm-hmm. if you main core is then you'll be able to encompass that healthy relationship totally mm-hmm. wow so this is how we break the curse of emotional pain how we can heal from betrayal and being cheated on by really looking at ourselves deep by reconnecting by creating a healthy relationship with oneself and of course Lon is here to help you I am here to help you I mean we are all in the same game of life and the question is how you're going to figure out your role in life Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome. Thank you, Lon, for having been present with us today, holding space, growing more understanding for our audience. And uh, so people who want to reach out to you, I heard Instagram, Instagram best friend coach. Yes. And you will see Lon with a heart, a purple heart. And please do not change that so that we recognize it. and uh oh my gosh and of course in the description of this uh episode you will have all the other handles website and all the the ways to connect with lon so that at least something works all right thank you so much jim i'm so grateful thank you so look forward to talking with you again yeah for sure oh that's beautiful okay bye-bye for now
Take care.